This is Melcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Meltology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming Comics Jam dates are October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Meltology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore Thology on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a box, Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt You, the school at Meltdown where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include Creating Comics, drawing comics for kids, and the art of inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to MeltComics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to comicfix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, The Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed, and two new podcasts coming soon, Pod Sequentialism, and On Some Hip Hop Explicative, that starts with I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom. That's Digital Lizards of Doom. Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. Come to the Super U book event with Emily V. Gordon and Friends, October 6, 2015, at 8 p.m. Emily V. Gordon, the producer of The Meltdown Show and co-host of the Indoor Kids podcast, has written a book, and it's time to celebrate it. Have you ever wondered what the best version of yourself would be? Have you wondered whose permission you'd need to be to be the best version of yourself? Well, wonder no more. Super You is a funny, relatable self-improvement guide to help you release your inner superhero. You'll see stand-up. You'll hear comedians talk about the long road to becoming the best version of themselves. You'll make anonymous confessions. Afterward, you can buy the book, have it signed by Emily, and take home a free poster of an illustration from Super You Release Your Inner Superhero. This event is free! A little bit about the book. What makes superheroes super is not their powers. It's their determination to not be defined by helplessness. 
That's why, in order to help everyday people reach their full heroic potential, Emily V. Gordon has written Super You Release Your Inner Superhero. Super You will teach readers to embrace their origins as well as their flaws and mistakes and strive every day to stand up for what they believe in for the benefit of themselves and others. Super You is a fun, friendly, and unabashedly geeky guide to becoming the superhero of your own extraordinary life. Gordon examines comic book tropes to find lessons that anyone can apply toward overcoming tragic events and adversity in their own lives. With activities in every chapter to help identify each reader's superpowers, special tools, and personal kryptonite, as well as their weapons against it. Super U is the perfect sidekick for every growing hero, empowering everyday people to transform into the most kick-ass versions of themselves. Meltdown Comics and Nerdist Showroom present an artistic tribute to The Simpsons, September 25th, Eye on Springfield. Eye on Springfield, an artistic tribute to The Simpsons. For one night only, artists and fans of The Simpsons will party like kings, damn hell-ass kings. This fall, curators Julia Prescott and Nico Colelio invite you to bask in an entire art gallery themed around America's favorite family, The Simpsons. In celebration of the show's impossibly long-running legacy, artwork from over 80 Los Angeles artists will be featured, including work from past and present Simpsons crew members. Don't be a Dorcas Malorcus. Run down to Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics, 7522 Sunset Boulevard, Los Angeles, for the gallery's opening reception on Friday, September 25th, 2015. With plenty of Springfield-themed entertainment, decor, surprises, and photo opportunities, it'll be a shindilly-dig that even your surliest neighborinos will enjoy. So grab a flaming mo and prove you can win friends with a salad because this is one evening that will make you say, everything's coming up, Millhouse. Bring money. September 26th, Batman Day is coming up. Meltdown Comics will have all of the Bat books that you crave. Eddie, I believe Fat Collectibles is doing something as well. Yes, we are having a Batman Day charity event. Uh, we are raffling off six uh, sketch cover comics that are done by different artists, uh, ranging from Felipe Smith, Juan Gideon, who uh, are both working on Ghost Racers, uh, and many, many other talented people. Um, the raffle tickets are going to be a dollar, and all the uh, proceeds go to a children's hospital in the area, uh, the Chuck Children's Hospital in Orange County. That's awesome. Yeah. We're also going to have a bunch of different other events throughout the day and like giveaways and stuff. And like last year, we raffled off this like giant bust of Batman. Uh, so who knows? Who knows what crazy stuff we'll raffle off this year? I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to be working here, but... Well, you guys are going to have a lot of crazy stuff here, too, we will. where you can like, we will. Think, like a Batmobile, maybe. And... Dude, what did I say? I said, don't tell people about Batmobile. Oh, sorry. It's okay. But I didn't say which. That's, that, that's it. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Melgas. This is Derek. This is Eddie. This is Jeanette. This is Aristotle. This is Melgas 3.0. Melgas 3.0. 
some 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 little teenagers at home is like, fuck, dude, they just blared that horn too loud. Now, mom and dad know I'm up. <laughs> Hide under your covers. And now, they're coming. And now, grandpa's uh, like, all over grandpa's like, flashbacks. Ah, this is sending me back to World War II. Oh, God. Damn so, you, I'm never taking you to American Sniper ever again. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. There it's is fine, Grandpa. I'm I won't kidding. take you to straight out of Compton. You made too many racist jokes, guys. Oh, I am not well, kidding. Grand there, Torino. there is a theater. There's a theater in Sherman Oaks near where I live that is still, still showing American Sniper. Dude, I really liked that those, movie. Those colors don't run. Okay, yeah. no. You, oh, God. These <laughs> colors don't bleed at all. <laughs> and it's funny because I asked the 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 uh, concessions people. I was like. That came out literally last year, the Oscar season. They're like, I know the owners won't let us let it go. <laughs> so I was like, all I right. <laughs> they, you know, the theater was not bad, but yeah, that's kind of like garbage mentality. That's like that's like well, Stockholm, you and red blooded American. Like, speaking of nationalism, movies. what's that? Argo. Seen Argo? Yeah. Argo. Yeah, Argo. Going if we're talking going back with with Batfleck. Batfleck. <laughs> with Batfleck. Uh, Aristotle, I know why you are bringing up Argo, so let's hit the segue right away. Oh, what? Because we all like deserts? Yes. That's one reason. The second reason being... That's why we live in one. The that's uh, saving hostages is a solid second. The third reason... Like looks good with the beard. Because deserts rhymes with desserts. Um, (laughs) It doesn't. Uh, it's little, it's one letter off. Cheesecake. Aristotle, but, save me. Because we just had the Lord of Light art show, and it was awesome. Oh Aristotle, please tell me why Lord of Light art show, featuring the artwork of Jack Kirby and Barry Geller, would be relevant to Argo. Because it's the movie that they used in Argo to get over and save Concept those art. hostages. Yeah. Right. So they used the art of Jack Kirby as physical proof to say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're making a movie. That's why we're here in Iran. And it was going to be made a movie, but it yeah. didn't work out. And, yes. But they still kept the guys. Yeah. And uh, they mentioned that in Argo. The artwork that they referenced to in that film, we had in the uh, Nerd uh, Nerd Melt showroom. Yeah. The, the thing that I think... Was really cool really, about it. We, we really couldn't paint like like a picture of is just... How awesome this looks under a black light. It's yeah, amazing. It and which was yeah. all done by heavy metal. Mm-hmm. They took it, they decided, let's just do it under yeah. a black light. And they yeah. colored it in because the original art was all done in pencil by. Jack Did you get Kirby. a chance to see that? No. Didn't I? I didn't get to, but no. they said that later in the year that they're going to release it. And they said it's, um, it's like the easy on the eyes version and then okay. a version in metallic. Because it is. It's overwhelming. I didn't smoke or take any sort of like <laughs> edible of any sort. And I was tripping out. But yeah. you didn't need acid to enjoy this beautiful, beautiful. No, art. You, no you don't. Know. It was it was awesome. And I think everyone who was there appreciated the talk back that Barry gave where he told the story. It was amazing. Um and I'm I'm not kidding when I say this like it's rare it's rare that we get people kind of like sprinting out of the showroom to buy something and that happened tonight. It was actually really cool cuz it was it was kind of understated it was low key mm-hmm. because like heavy metal and like Jack Kirby it's like it's kind of an 
a little bit of an older market, but uh, it, it still has a reach. And this, this arch, uh, a lot of hard work went into this archer. Like, definitely. Right? Uh, yeah. Francisco yeah. Uh, was back there all working night. Working his ass. He did uh, such working a great job. He painted yeah. the uh, the the room yesterday, and then put up all the pictures today, and set up. He even bled lights. for this event. Lights. Francisco <laughs> bled for this event. Yeah, because yeah. they were getting the neon sign that usually hangs above our image. Oh, that too. Quan, uh, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. who brought all the the black the black lights, yeah. um, designed a sign the, yesterday yeah. with like flashing lights inside of it. That was yeah. in, on the entrance. Yeah, uh, that guy is a beast too. He I'm did just, such an amazing job. Juan really did, and uh, he even purchased a print because he was just Stockholmed with it. He was like basically like this artwork is so sh- good, and when he's setting up he all day, he was his like, house. "He's got a yeah. room that's all black light, like a hallway that leads into something else. It's like all just black." Light. It's crazy how many people came up to the counter and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna go perfect in my place because my place has black lights." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I want yes. to live where you are." So metal. Yeah, it, I was thinking that too. I was like, "How many people own black?" Lights? I know. It's, it's just, just like, should I get a black light in I my mean, is that, is that I- my three three bedroom apartment in Sherman Oaks? <laughs> what should I do? Does it, does it make you extra careful? The black light? Oh, uh, where are you going? Yeah. Are you going back to like hey. early two thousands MTV, dude? I just thought, what are you doing? All right, you played it. Blue Rude Raiders. Rude Raiders. Room Raiders. Room Raiders. Room Raiders. I like how just like I don't know how old you guys were, but this was like teenage years for me. Yeah, but it was like something about like you're a teenager and they're like, oh shit, dude, black light on the comforter, and we're just like, dude, no way, and. Every episode, it always <laughs> took us by surprise that anyone fucking on a MTV show would just have either was, jizz or garbage, garbage all over their comforter. I don't think so much the like the, the surprise. It was always like a like you know they were bringing it out and you're like <gasps> yeah you're like oh dude I can't wait to see how disgusting how is this messed person? up this is. It's not. I hated the really picky people though, and how obvious like or how like they would just kind of scope in like they had to choose is it things i mean in the fucking room. now knowing like a lot of stuff like about like how they film things like do you think like when they were all right well we're setting up the shot here there's a fair amount of like stains but how can we get it extra jizzy like <laughs> like in order to like prepare you, for the black light, are you like, suggesting that they're like they all right guys Come Everybody. in here. Crew. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna, to basically going to do a bukkake on this uh, comforter, but it's, there's no girl in the center, okay? It's just you guys going to be doing this on it at a comforter. And uh, we're going to go back to Chicago uh, and uh, live in shame. <laughs> nope. I'd probably get paid pretty well by MTV. I bet. Yeah, Listen, absolutely. when I moved out here, I had only the lowest like respect for reality TV. I was on an MTV show. You were? What? Which yeah. one? I was on Parental Control. Parental no Control. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. I don't know what that is. Go on. You don't know what parental control is? I think I do. I it was like gave very little crap about like <laughs> reality television. It's, or it's the one or it you, was you, what you. it was um the parents would hate like the significant other. Oh yeah. And so they would like interview like Were you the child or were you three, the three other guys? I just interviewed with the parents. Uh, I didn't uh, get chosen or anything. Oh, okay. But wait, it was with, really funny. With the parents? Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I was in the room with the parents and they were asking me questions. And it was really funny. Oh, that's right. Did you like did you sign up for that? I actually like got approached when I was working in the Bram Mall and they're like, You Wait, have the style that we're really? looking for. Do you wanna be on the show? And <laughs> what I was year like, was this? 
Oh, fuck. Wait, it was this... probably like okay. in 2009. Okay, when you when you was, look back on I was this, seen as fuck. when you look back on this, because this is this is this is like Garbage. true Hollywood. When you look, <laughs> yeah, exactly. when, uh, when you look so back dark. on this, were you really at an audition for that show? No, you weren't. I was not an addition for. Oh, no. You were. Were you being seen actually by the network? Wait, what do you mean? I mean, was this a legitimate like them meeting up with you and like asking you questions and stuff? Like, like that? you went to like somewhere to? Oh well, first I did. I went to their studio yeah. and I answered a few questions in front of the just in front of a camera. Right. And then they gave me a call back like a couple weeks later and they're like, oh, we found like a family that would want to interview you. And I was like, okay, cool. So what was the premise of the the show? uh, It's just like finding, trying to convince your son or daughter, it could be either or, that hey, you should go out with these other people and choose them over your girlfriend. And then at the oh, end... Oh, man, that's fucked would, up. Like, hey, yeah, it was super <laughs> fucked up. They also, like, hey, we really hate your girlfriend yeah, like, and your boyfriend. Yeah, exactly, it starts with, yeah. like, they suck. We hate our daughter's boyfriend. Because, and then they'll, there's, like, a serious... Yeah. Chad, you're garbage, and we all know it. God he damn like, it. Yeah, and they, like, there's some people that talk back to the, like, yeah, boy, they're the like, parents. Fuck you guys. I fuck your daughter. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and like, you're like, they're real whoa, shitty. Yeah, but... The parent, like, they show the parents interviewing a bunch of different people and then it like it's i remember it being like almost a joke of like someone comes in and they're super goth and the parents are like yeah next yeah i was i was definitely the super scene one and i said like really like really sexual things You did? Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Son's dick. Yeah. No, that's a... Well, I like made the motion of like sucking dick, like why they should why? choose. Why? God, why? And this, like... well, this was on television. The, well, they actually changed my answer because uh... I, was, I was so pissed. I was like, wait, that so was it the aired? Best wait, it aired? It, yeah, it did air. So if I look for this, I've been trying to find it fucking everywhere. <laughs> if you're like, listening at home, if find you this. Find anywhere. Mine, go I deep, was wearing... deep, deep. Deep into, into the, the darknet. Internet. The darknet. Did you Reddit? Reddit. I'm so counting on you. If Did you four chan come I'll through? So no. Did you have a party? Let's not four, bring four chan come through for when it showed. Bring that mafia into this shit. I didn't have a party for when it showed because um, it it, <laughs> it aired like maybe like four months after uh, I was on it, and I didn't even know when it would air, and it just so happened that like. Um, I had an ex-boyfriend that I told about it, and he was watching it, and he's like, I just saw it! And I was like, please <laughs> was record he excited? it. He was oh, so no. stoked. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I it was a, really random. I had a friend that was on one of those MTV shows where, like, you would switch parents. <gasps> oh, yeah. And he had, like, a, a, a viewing party where we all went over to his house to watch it. <laughs> yes. And there's a scene where, like, he, he broke down and he started crying, and we're... <laughs> Like, so awkward. I'm, I'm all for crying and like your feelings and shit. I was like, you're, 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 you're a little bitch. You're a little bitch right now. You're a little bitch on TV. Yeah. Male sensitivity yeah, is okay. All for breaking down and crying. But it's like, completely it, it was okay. the funniest yeah. thing. Oh my God. It was really, um, I just forget that it, like you guys are Californians. Like that shit just happens to you. Oh yeah, yeah. There's plenty of my friends that have been on reality TV. Whereas well, in the Midwest, know, no, no one gives a fuck. You want to, okay. So no one I know has been on reality TV at all, at all. Okay. Um, you but, know me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> now, I mean, but like I met you out here. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. From the people that I grew up with, one kid that apparently I went to high school with, yeah. uh, I found out like a month ago that he uh, 
murdered his mother, chopped her up, and put her in the fridge. Uh, and then okay. the cops like had like a shootout with him. What? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I had a fi- like, I had a like, chemistry class with that guy. Yeah. That's like the closest to something like this that I have. That that yeah. went really dark. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Speaking of real dark, Tokyo Ghost is really good. Oh, oh, are we going to do it? Okay, so we're getting into our picks of the week. Picks of the week. Yeah. Why is that so God, I love those sound bites. Picks of the week. Oh, Picks of the week. I think they got In case the you didn't in case you didn't know uh, picks of the week. Picks hey guys, of the uh, week. Picks of the week are just coming up here. So, Wait, uh, Sean Murphy and Rick Remender's long-awaited uh, Tokyo Ghost came out this week, <laughs> and it is so gorgeous. Uh, On yeah. top of being a good read, it is beautiful. Like, uh, they present this, like, uh, Nia, like, very heavy, like tech-driven, like, Los Angeles where... Everyone's like on some type of drug. Like the internet's a type of drug. Like uh, there's like super drugs. Uh, I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. Not to digress, but we need to talk about that. No, no, no. And, and then on, on top of that, they um, they talk about like the LA River or uh, and how like it's just like a toxic sewage like wasteland now. And like if you swim in it, like you just dissolve into like it's like acidic. Here's why I disagree with that because despite having like tons of rain yeah. in like one day where it's like it's it's drought fest 2015 and then the next moment it's like windshield wipers truly yeah i had windshield wipers up at full oh, you, blast you me, yeah. uh because i was driving um early in the morning um so but before that la river didn't exist so no it's yeah. not a toxic waste it's just bone dry no but i mean and, like, I, it's like, probably is, a little is, better now distant future this is just dist- yeah. distant like uh, fictional future right I really um, like the way she and looks. and the only thing that people ever like disconnect themselves from to go watch is this blood sport that they have that's like a, a death race. Death race. Um, You're saying disconnect from the internet? Disconnect from from the internet from their drugs from like whatever. The like, yeah, the, oh, okay. the only thing that'll get them off their couches is pretty much to go watch this blood sport. Blood sport. Um, okay. So this is our future. Pretty much, it's 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 very on the nose. Um, oh, you think darkness is your? I I really don't <laughs> know why that was played. I don't uh, know either. Do, um, it was supposed to be like a the dark the tone. Well, the, the darkness yeah. of the tone. So, so the I mean, I'm not judging you. Thing. I think you're doing great. I I, I had fair. no idea Thank how you. I would make the Props. soundboard work. Props. But you're doing great. I just was curious. I, really, I want to know the psychology you're, you're, of. You're doing okay. Go. So, so the book is about uh, these two cops, um, and uh, one of them is pretty much the entire time that uh, throughout the the entirety of the of the book is connected to the internet. He's this mm. big hulking guy, and uh, his girlfriend, who is uh, him, uh, him and her are hunting down this this uh, this guy who can control anyone with implants, which everyone seems to have. Um, of course, it's the future. Yeah, it's the future. Uh, except her, she she lives this very like uh, uh, her name? straight edge uh, lifestyle. Um, uh, crap, I can't remember what sorry. her name was. Dude, I think that going sorry. We are bad with names. <laughs> sorry, God, I love that. Uh, shirt's coming soon. Uh, oh my God, please. You're garbage. Yes, on the back. Can we please make those shirts? We are bad with name shirts. Yes. I don't see why not. Let's what just change we... the whole fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck three. Her name's three point no, her name's Debbie. Names. Debbie. <gasps> yeah, that's my dog's name, Debbie. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> the entire time Debbie and uh, this uh, her her boyfriend Teddy 
are trying to hunt down uh, uh, this guy who is just, I know, Debbie and Teddy. You know, Debbie um, and Teddy. Are trying to hunt down this guy who sees the world as a giant video game. As a giant, like, GTA video game. And he just goes on, like, killing sprees of, like, thousands just because he's bored. Okay, question. Yes. So does he see it as, like, are, are you saying, like, he's just going to treat this world as such? Or does he Both. see the world Both. as something else? No, he can't he, differentiate I mean, between he, reality. Yeah, he, he has lost all sense of morality. Okay. And is just like, well, the world's a giant video game. I can just kill whoever I want because I'm bored. Yeah. I can just control whoever I want because I can. Yeah. Uh, but he's got this weird sense, like, he can control Teddy at any time he wants, but he likes the challenge of. of having them hunt him down. Yeah, that makes sense. Like this, he's the, that's it's what something he that entertains. And he talk, That's the way he talks. Like, like if someone was like on Xbox Live, he was like, "Oh, well, like he's like uh, he's like I see all these cheat codes all around, but I don't use them. Like I, I play straight." He's like, "That's how I did shit." Yeah, like he's like he's like, I'm going on super hard I, boss until mode. I beat it. I never did any of the well, codes. That's, that's what he says. He's like he's like I'm on super hard boss mode. That's kind with of no rad. cheats. So yeah, with no cheats. So like he, that's how he sees. Yeah, everyone's... you had a big pair swinging so, between your legs um, whenever you could do that. So basically, is the boss and these two are the game. Yeah, the yeah. So but so they're the whole issue is them hunting him down. Yeah. Um. So they can get out of their contract with this company named Flack. Flack is the company that that provides all the implants to everyone. Yeah. And her goal is to hunt him down, get him, get out of their contract, so she can then detox him from all tech and freed the people. Um, well, him specifically, oh. Teddy. Okay. She wants um, to like she be wants, free with him. Yeah, she wants to move to Japan with him, where Japan is apparently a tech-free. That's what that's random. What, that's right. I know Japan out <laughs> okay. of everywhere. Is yeah, like I could buy that. Free. No, I really could. They're buy that. fully tech. They're no, the no, no, ones no, no, no. no. Tokyo's fully tech. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything else around that's Japan true. is yeah, yeah. forest and it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, uh, that's why I could believe that. Makes but my sense. question that's... was, when you started out with LA, I was like, where's Tokyo come into this? So, so is there a play between? Tokyo and NLA or um, no, LA no, they for haven't, just they a haven't, second. I mean, they show a couple pages from the next issue, and there's yeah. like the samurai guy, and and Teddy seems to be out of his. Uh, he's wearing a helmet throughout the entirety of this thing. But my question is geographically, like, what is that? Like, how does it live? Like, we show oh. LA and then we go to Tokyo. No, the entirety the, of they this issue is all Tokyo LA. Yet. It's like it's a neo neo LA. Like, it's okay. neo futuristic. Like Batman Beyond. Akira. Like Akira. Okay. Akira. Like Super LA. Akira, especially um, with the bike. And yeah, and yeah. Sean Murphy's art oh, in this yeah. is so. The cover gorgeous. alone is like when is it? The cover Amazing. alone is like such a good motorcycle that I was like. Yeah. It's just like one drawing just, of a motorcycle and somebody just, riding I mean, it used, makes you go, I want to read the entirety of this story. Lines, the explosions and all this, just the 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 way he exaggerates like the uh, the features on, on the world around Debbie. Is I just like love amazing. the way Debbie looks as well. Mm-hmm. Her character design is fantastic. Yes. But it's very, very gorgeous. So that was that's a new issue. That's yes. a number Tokyo one. Tokyo Ghost number one and I okay. would I highly recommend it. Okay, so that was your number one for new reader. Yes. Jeanette, Jeanette has got? a guilty look on her face. I'm really guilty today. Because you, I don't have a number one. But that's okay. But I had a number I had two number ones last week. That's cool. So you're making up for it. Yeah. And and you want to gush about I'm which gonna... ongoing first. The first one I want to guess yes. about Black Canary. Okay. Because I really do love her yes. a lot. I didn't read this issue yet, and being the DC guy, I need to know, so fill me in. Yes. Okay, so basically, we left off in last issue where Ditto got um, taken by Malvi. Is that how you say her name? 
the I'm ex-singer ba- of the band. Names. The ex-singer. Um, you're bad with names. Yes. <laughs> and so basically, you're kind of learning more of like the backstory on her, mm-hmm. um, this issue. And I guess she got really, she was like really into dancing. And from there, she like earned a lot of money to get singing lessons. And she created this band as a kind of like a, an F you to her parents because they <laughs> were like very interested in like, making money off of her mm. and she was when i'm sure i it doesn't say exactly when but she it kind of looks like when she was 18 she kind of was like i'm gonna do this for myself um and so that's why she was kind of so mad when dd took over like black canary and was like this is supposed to be for me yeah um so she steals ditto and gives it to Gives it to Mother F. Yeah, she a gives completely it. new character, Mother F. Mother F is epic. Um, so she ends up giving Mother it to F. Amanda Amanda Waller, which I mm. had to ask Eddie who, who she, was. Who she was? That's okay. Because I was like, it's very important that we establish who Amanda Waller is and why is that? Suicide because Suicide Squad, and also because she's Suicide kind Squad. of yes, DC's Nick Fury with somehow less of a moral compass. Yeah, like no, she's a cold lady. Super yeah. cold. Yeah, she's a cold lady. Like even in but, this, she's very cold. They nailed it. Cold. They nailed it in the trailer. She's cold in a lot, and in in the way that that Nick Fury's a lot trusting of yeah. of the super. She is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, she no. is just. How can I use you to get my? She says it gold? in yeah. the trailer. Yeah. I'm very good at getting people to act against their own. Um, I forget the word she uses. Interests. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she, she's basically the reason why the Suicide Squad is a Suicide Squad. She's like, you have like you guys are just horrible. Like yeah. I'm gonna throw you in I there if you, yeah, die. Yeah. if you die. If you die, so you die. she's in this issue. Why? So she's in this issue because she is actually the one that is looking for Ditto. And um, mm. so basically they take her to the facility and they um, tell Malvi, is that how you say her name? Mother. Yeah, let's see. So mm-hmm. sure, yeah, why not? So she ends up going to the faculty as well because they find out that because of Ditto, it, she's the reason why Black Canary has her power. And um, so she wants the same power as Black Canary. Waller? Waller does? No, uh, oh, Malvi. Malvi does. Malvi okay, does. I apologize. No. But, is, she um, in the white ninja? is she the one in the White Ninja? Not yet. Okay. So, basically... <laughs> Chill, um, dude. I know. So, basically, Black Canary goes on, like, this crazy, like, rant trying to find Ditto. Like, throwing people against the walls. Like, you better effing find her. Like, blah, blah, blah. That would be so hot. Right? She's... God, she's, like, such a babe. Last episode... She's yum, yum sauce. Last um, last episode, issue I said, she. last issue, <laughs> they gave her a leather jacket with um, frails at the end. Yeah. And she looks really cool in that leather jacket. I like that one a lot. But anyways, <laughs> sorry. So anyways. Note to the listeners, Jeanette loves leather. She's a lot this, like Brian Singer. Uh, I, I love leather and bikes, motorbikes. Different artists on this issue, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I definitely noticed that. It's, uh, what's her name? Is it? You're bad with me. <laughs> so but it's bad. it's interiors different, but the covers look the same. Yeah. 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 It's definitely Annie Wong, Wong who did the covers, who normally does the art too. But Pia Guerrera did the art inside this time. 
<laughs> that one is so used hard on me. It's awesome. I, it's, it's I like wonder. The most applicable. It like, totally is. There's gonna be there's gonna be a point where we go back and we count how many times like that's been played in one episode and just be like, <laughs> this many. is the worst episode. Anytime no we way. play something off a of soundboard, just take a shot. Yeah. Let's see how. Oh my, oh my god. So podcast. down. Everyone. The Meltcast 3.0 drinking game. <laughs> you garbage. So anyways, trying to count that. Yeah. My you, favorite. My favorite part about this was at first I thought this was Black Canary saving yeah. Ditto from Amy Waller Winehouse Wa- oh, who was it really Amanda but Amanda Batman. oh wow oh. but Amanda Bynes. it wasn't it was this chick in a white ninja suit dun 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 me and Eddie were talking about it oh yeah how we think it's uh, White Canary because that they're gonna bring her back in, in TV show in Arrow yeah. White Canary? White Canary. Yeah. Sarah is going to be White Canary. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a character that, that it's a real thing. Pre, uh, pre-existed yeah. in, the, uh, in the DC universe. Hey, thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for letting the uh, people who are not informed uh, with DC know. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> but they're bringing Constantine back so that they can bring Sarah back to be the White Canary, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Speaking cool. of white. 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 Perfect segue. Uh, yeah, you my... should make a perfect segue button. Yeah. Or just one says segue, segue, and then whoosh. Oh, wow. oh, do it! You got it. The super segue. Segway. No, that wasn't it. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> that was it. There you go. Snaps. That's not a segue. Anyway, my white. my book for new readers. Captain America, <sighs> white. Okay. From Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. To my amazing. favorite people. Early on when I started reading books, they were the ones that really hooked me in. What I, was it about them that hooked uh, you in? Daredevil Yellow. It's okay. A fantastic. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my of, of their color series. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this, this was going to be my, my question right away. Why is it called Captain America White? And That's, you just, you it, just answered it. extremely bad timing. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not great. <laughs> um, but okay. So it's a part of the color series. So yes. please explain the color series to people who the are The color new. series is when Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale take on a classic staple of the Maro, Marvel roster. And mm-hmm. so they have Daredevil Yellow. Usually throughout most of the book, there's one uh, color palette that's used more than anything. Yeah. Uh, like they had Hulk Gray. Hulk Gray. Uh, Daredevil Yellow Blue. and Spider-Man Blue. Yep. And then Captain America White. Yeah, Captain the America And there's a collection that we saw here of all three of those. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, it's one of the best hardcovers that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about Captain America White. Now that we've established that it's an artistic choice, and Not that's why White. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Yes, let's let's talk uh, about Captain yes. America Go ahead. Uh, it took forever to finally come out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's been uh, the about original your... Captain America White. Sorry, I don't yeah, mean to yeah, yeah. intro, but Captain yeah, America White uh, number zero came out back in September of 2008. That's so right. Seven, you told me about that. It's been seven years since they released uh, that. What do you think the delay point. was? Did you ever hear? I have no idea. But Tim Sill, I, I feel like, has been away. So I don't. I, I never Jeff, looked into it. I honestly never looked into it. Jeff, Jeff Loeb is like the producer of the Marvel He television. does a lot of television stuff. Right. But Tim Sale, yeah. I feel, has been away from comics comics for like a while yeah. now. Sometimes people started, take pilgrimages, dude. Yeah. He's, well, he started doing covers within the last mm. like year and a half, um, like again, and like slowly came back. And now we're once again getting the first. Getting this. The first uh, like. Sp- 
No, not it's first. Not the first spread. Uh, third, like, where was that? There's uh, a spread that you just went to in right Captain here. America that's White. Fantastic. That yeah, that looks a lot like one of the pieces that's downstairs. Did you see the Jack Kirby Captain America? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was so like cool. one of my they, favorite. They, uh, my favorite part of that was yeah. that at there's a line in there. One of the guys says, "Holy cats!" Holy. And <laughs> did you read the the note next to it? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. About well, his yeah, dad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't yeah, remember yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. But holy cats is a thing that Jack Kirby used to say. And then in the back of this issue, there's an interview that they did back from issue zero. Uh, yes. They talk a lot about Jack. Oh Kirby yeah, and, uh, uh, issue zero is in this. Yeah, it's um, in the back. A lot of the art in this book is Kirby. Sorry, this was also one of my my picks. Yes, we also. Um, we both so I won't nice. I won't have to come back to this. Yeah, but this is a joint. Yes, the the yeah, art in this is it. very Kirby esque. It's it's gorgeous. The 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 white overtone isn't really used throughout most of this book. Yeah. I, um, it is it is very colorful. Um, Some of the panels are laid so beautifully as well. Yes, mm. the 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 colors in this are gorgeous. The, the Tim Sale's art. Uh, it's fantastic, it's but fantastic. there's not a lot some... of people enjoy it. Uh, um, and I've I've come across people that are like, eh. no. But I I love okay. I, I it's love like his that art. Retro, and I I love it. Love but there's it. something about this in particular that doesn't quite feel warm like... my heart like a whole gray okay. Spider-Man. So, so here's my question: Spider-Man is still my favorite one but, of those. So and Daredevil Yellow. Daredevil Yellow. You're showing oh. you're showing me the the art that's in the interior. Mm-hmm. It does look great. This is to be understood within the the color set of books. Uh-huh. Also, and and you said that the white overtone is not really used that often. Yeah, it's it's kind of dark. So now you explained it to me, and I was like, okay, cool. You opened up the pages, and when I'm not seeing like white utilized as a specific choice, well, now I really am like, why do we think well, this Captain America? Well, already used blue. once again. Yeah, there it's 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 in there. Uh, it's and red. another what book is? in one of their color series. Red, I'd imagine, would probably go to Iron Man because they've already used yellow. Uh, well, I, I can't but imagine also red, white yeah. would be. Well, the thing is, too, like I feel like if they did a book America. that was all like red, red tones, but what it I'm it would be like. But what I'm saying is, is like. There's a way in which you could utilize white. Yeah. But they also in a specific way. Honestly, it'd be one of the cheapest ways a comic could be made is if you make it majority white. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I understand that, but I think they So if it's in the color series, it's, it's the other past. three utilize the color that they say they used, right? Yeah, for the right? most part, throughout the most of the most, like, but this, no this doesn't I, I thought I saw one moment where there was maybe an explosion and there was white. Right? Um in one of the like the this, like, yeah, this yeah, panel yeah. Okay, here. I see it. Okay, so it's a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're that the biggest moment. They're of showing like white. A, 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 like I think that's like an old a film reel. Captain yeah. yeah, because it takes place like when he wakes up from see, like even the this, frozen like, ice too, yeah. which is kind of really cool. And he's like dealing with being awake in this day. I mean, and age. I gotta be honest. Mm. Like this art is great. The art is really, really good. But also, I just... same team behind. Oh, I don't know if I it's same it. team okay. behind uh, the Long Halloween, the yeah. Long Halloween, <gasps> Dark Victory. Uh, Dark Victory. I don't know if we want to get to that later. Uh, no, uh, let's, we'll, let's let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Okay, yeah. A, yeah. So, uh, to close this part off, um, pick it up. it's a great book. Pick, pick it up. It's awesome. It is, yes. it is still fantastic. Go um, it, it is awesome. It these are these it. books are always filled with with a lot of heart uh, and and get really to the core of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, or that's that's what I feel with most of these. Um, it really did with like yeah. the whole Bucky and him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. very really, bite-sized really teaser. Yes. This creative team that we're talking about for Captain America White. What book 
are they, you know, uh, famous for? Um, they did a series, of, uh, they did three series of Batman books um, uh, as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was Dark Victory. Long uh, Halloween. The Long Halloween and... Uh, did they do Batman and Robin too? The second? Or no, that's No, no, they did, they did one more. The third one is always the most forgotten. Yeah, it was the... I think it's the orange. I can't remember what it's called. It was Dark there's, Victory, there's orange, Halloween, blue, and red. And, uh, yeah, I can't. It's, you're you're only doing what most people do, so don't feel too bad about it. We are bad with names. Um, oh. <laughs> We're so bad with names. We are also bad with we the soundboard. Um, it's a little late tonight, and we are uh, uh, a bit tired, so bear with us. <laughs> don't make um, excuses. But yes, um, we are, we are, are starting the book club. Yes. Hey. Yep. The book club, uh, which will take place at the end of next month. Yep. Uh, our discussion, anyways, or an episode uh, on it. Right. Um, we are doing the long Halloween in honor of it being uh, October. So close and to Halloween. So close to Halloween. Spooky. Yeah. Uh, we are going to have the wonderful London from uh, History of Batman on with us to discuss the long Halloween. Who is also on the Meltdown Podcast Network. Yes. Um, uh, and if uh, you aren't following her on Instagram, but History chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already following her too, because she's Poss- got quite the possibly. Following. She, yeah, yeah, she's great. But she's going to be on the show with us, uh, discussing uh, and dissecting uh, the Long Halloween. You know what's funny is in this, I I just realized this in the same way that sort of Chuck was like, I think I think I spoke to you about yeah. starting Meltology. She came in. Yeah. And was just buying something and was like, yeah, do you guys want to follow History of Batman on Instagram? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I like started following. And it's it's just weird when like I think back to how I was, yeah, I was just and the, working a well, shift. Was, and was, I was like, yeah, here's all the channels you need to do to like get in at Meltdown. And the, it like, took me so long to even get on Melcast here. That was the funny thing, too. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we are bad with names. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh it's fine. You're here now. I know. I feel uh, great. I'm so proud so of you. Great. Thanks. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, Have I know. It. My parents are like, yeah, podcasting. Um, <laughs> you finally made it over there in Los Angeles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Comic book podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no Thanks. one ever, no, no one ever thought of that before. True. I'm going to cry into this Budweiser black crown that's here. <laughs> that Hisami was like, this is dog shit. I don't want to drink this. It's Do pretty, you want it? And I was like, yeah, right. let's thank you. Rank? Um, it's rank until they pay me money to say it tastes good. Okay. So if you're and listening, it's like Budweiser. warm. I don't know how you're drinking um, it warm. I don't know. You want a sip? A little bit, actually. You want one? Okay. Uh, Wet the palate. Also, but, thanks. Um, we will have the Long Halloween here at Meltdown Comics. Yes. Uh, if you come yep. pick it up here, uh, we will have a book uh, book club display out in the store, uh, yeah. hopefully within the next two weeks. Not hopefully. Uh, I'll make it happen tomorrow. Um, well, I mean, once we'll, we'll have the books the book, in. We need yeah. more copies. Yeah, and uh, if won't you ha- make your make own coupon, uh, a ten percent off coupon, uh, design yours, uh, bring it in, and we will post up the uh, best coupon ten percent for ten percent. That's crazy. Uh, you know what? Draw it. That's cute. Cut it out. Bring it in. Does we'll it have it to be Batman? We'll mention you. Like no, themed? you just design your own coupon. It can be written in penises. And the most rad one... <laughs> I hope someone does. <laughs> don't write it in penises. No, uh, please the do. Most please rad do. One, please do. Too late. I'm doing it. We're going to run it. a black light over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's crazy? I had somebody... Um, this is going to sound so bad. Oh, I had somebody okay. who was listening to our podcast <laughs> that was like that came up to me and was like, you're right. I don't think we should just rush into... Nuking the mo- or Mars. I feel <laughs> they just came up to me. They were they were listening, and it's it, great. It's crazy. I was like, 
You, you were listening to Melcast? That was the first I, thing I said. I, uh, which is like, why not, wouldn't you? Not but to question thank you. any of you out yeah. there listening. Please don't stop listening. <laughs> Please keep listening. But it is always uh, nice great. to to, yeah, to, to have you guys come up and but, and and yeah. tell us yeah. that you're listening. Uh, even if you yeah. tell us on on Twitter or yeah. Instagram or whatever. At Melcast. By at the Melcast, way, yeah. did anyone take a selfie with you, Aristotle, at Long Beach at your I'm panel? Not gonna bring that up. Oh yes, Long Beach. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Did you? Yeah. How's, you, how's your panel? It was cool. Did so? Did anyone take a uh, selfie with you? No. What was no the most awkward moment? And what was me the best? Walking moment? around uh, for several hours. I got there real early. Were you Were you nervous? Uh, no. Once I got there, like, you were ready you to just, go. You were in the zone. Yeah. You just had. Did you two meditate? Shots of whiskey and you went into it. Nope. Coffee. So you're vegan, <laughs> but do you meditate? No. Well, no. they're not I don't, necessarily. Linked, I, I don't know but, what one has to do yeah, with the other, but okay. But well, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it makes sense. I group things. So. Are you, <laughs> are you also Buddhist? It's okay because we no, were no, talking, no. me and Eddie were um, talking about Buddhist? it the other day. Yes. This will come into play later. Okay. Keep going. Buddhist. Oh. Uh, damn it. There was something else I was going to bring up. I'm sorry. Shit, Buddhism I'm so sorry. got in the way. Yeah, I'm uh, so sorry. Long Beach. B- before the Remember. whole Long Beach thing. You weren't oh. nervous. I you hope were... this was what the panel was like. Just you going, uh, uh, There was one moment where I was like, ah, shit, I lost my... Because I printed it all out. Everyone was super impressed with my printed out sheet of questions <laughs> and information. This dork. You're so uh, organized. And, it, and at the, at the top, so adult. The, I made the header, moderate bitch. <laughs> Yeah, Gotta have a little, little humor little, in there, little motivational. Yeah, thing a little to slap yourself. in the face to to just you know, to get it on, like the ice in the water. So all three people the inside the podcast or inside the the panel, uh, the panel can could listen. Yeah, they were cool. They know. Yeah. So all Anyways, around, we're all very successful. we're all we're all very proud of you. I know. Uh, so and just shut up. So many star stickers <laughs> on so the board jealous. for you. All right. Anyways, what did you pick, Derek? Yes. Okay, closing out the uh, books for new readers yes. um, was, uh, for me, hands down, uh, new issue, number one, this uh, from great, Dark Horse called The Paybacks. Um, on the cover is essentially, the, the, the key word for this whole book is essentially, because uh, this book is essentially a uh, repo team. <laughs> that's uh like the avengers um yeah. but like uh darker i almost said grittier and i hate that term anymore um and um they're repossessing uh essentially the batman the batmobile from from essentially the cartoon. yeah, yeah no from way. essentially batman who has a moon on his chest because this batman is actually named night night and that's the first night is with an N. The f- second You're night, bad with me. no, I was perfect with that. I know um, it's just a bad name. It's it's a great no. It's, it's the best thing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. No, the puns don't stop with this. This this it's a, it's a is this like book. a dad joke book? Um, yes, but also better than dad's jokes. <laughs> yeah. So it has I dad's jokes, jokes, and then it has a follow up to dad's jokes. But listen, on the cover, Mr. Gerard Way, yay, yes. who we all know and love. I love him from so which much. band? My Chemical, My, Romance. My Chemical Romance. From his solo wrote, career. Who also wrote... Killjoys. My and Chemical the, Romance. Yeah. Killjoys. Killjoys. And the Umbrella Academy. Academy. Yes. He has a quote and from wanting him on in this and cover. around my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yes. a different story and a different podcast. But that's a different thing. Uh, that's, that's, that's my podcast. But that's a different uh, thing. He's my dreamboat. 
he is also okay i'm not okay minor digression he is the only uh like event that we've had here where like fans have been crying Oh, uh, it's crying. so rad. He was the best uh, because he came back. How dare you? Uh, Don't bring this up. Don't bring after, this up. Just bring it back. Bring it up. After the event for, for we had a, we had a the art show. The Did Aristotle cry? What art show was it that we were having? I remember it was Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he yeah, came yeah, back yeah. for the Pee Wee Herman art show. Yeah. And him, Becky Clunan, and I were talking about Harry Potter. Yeah. And he is a Ravenclaw. He's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Becky Clunan said she's Hufflepuff. Even so. even smaller digression. What? Let's go through our houses. Uh, Slytherin. Slytherin. What really? You you strike me as Hufflepuff. You're too. not. Yeah, you're so Come on. Hufflepuff. You're way too fucking, fucking nice. So nice. You are the most Hufflepuff yeah. motherfucker I have ever you're met. You're not in my a life. Slytherin. I kill you. You save, <laughs> listen, you save the environment. You're a vegan. Yeah, you are vegan, and you recycle in here. Look, Hufflepuff. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Hufflepuff, but but I don't buy. I don't buy Slytherin. I'm a snake. You're with. Have you seen that video? You're with Twilight. So, okay. So you're a you're a true and tried Slytherin. I'm for sure Slytherin. Okay. Like you can't argue. Okay. 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 Sick. What are you? Probably Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah. You're Hufflepuff, and I'm Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I'm for sure Gryffindor. Are you like Ron? Like though? I, I, I took no. <laughs> Am I Ron? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe probably. No, I think that I'm. That dude I'm, just coasted I, through I'm probably, that entire fucking series, and he had it the easiest. Yeah. If we're and he got real, with Hermione, and he got her money at the end. Yeah. Like he had it the he easiest. Got some sweet, one of his, I, I think what, yeah, he, he had one brother die. That was it. No, yeah. Well, that's still pretty. Was it one? Oh, it yeah, was one did. brother. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. didn't his dad? Yeah, and I think I think Spoiler, werewolf brother bro. died. But he has to forever live with Harry being like, "Yo, what up? I'm banging your sister." Whoa. I think he's that's cool with it. Yeah. I think he's cool with it too. Also, she was like, like the all about. Now. She was all about Harry, like throughout yeah. that in the entire series from the so, second book, yeah. dude. Yeah. I was like, she's like, all right. She's like, I'm 12. What's up? <laughs> Oh, yeah, payback. Okay, so, uh, but, but glad that we had the four houses oh, yeah. of so, Gryffindor all uh, represented. Um, so, um, the quote you from Gerard Way. It, but, the quote but from, he looks pretty upset that he's the, Hufflepuff. The, the quote. <laughs> we can't digress anymore. And that I wasn't here for the Gerard Listen, Way signing, all of it. Listen okay, to me. Okay, so Gerard the, Way is on the cover? Yeah, uh, no, uh, the quote from Gerard Way oh. made the cover first issue. It said. Nice. I think my favorite thing about the book is that Night Night doesn't ride the unicorn. <laughs> like, I think that is genius, Gerard Way. Wait, what does that mean? So, Night Night is shown in this. Um, it opens with uh, the team of the Paybacks showing up. And the Paybacks that show up at the door uh, consists of Ski Squatch, Jet Ski, <laughs> Jet Ski Squatch, uh, Blood Pouch. Oh, Halloween jet ski, jet ski. Emery Reigns. Oh, Emily Reigns. And the Soviet nunchuck. Basically showing up at essentially Wayne Manor to essentially Alfred saying, yo, homeboy has been spending so much money that's not his to play superhero. We're here to collect. Give us homeboy right now. And Alfred runs away. What's Alfred's name in the? Uh, uh, <laughs> he doesn't know. Um, I, I, I don't know what essentially. So essential Alfred. Is. Alfred. Yes, uh, but he runs away, and uh, he doesn't want to. And so, anyways, this is how the opening um, for Night Night plays out. Meanwhile, <laughs> the uh, my 
entire city is soaked in gasoline and crime has struck a match. Nice. Killer opening line. That you said. Garbage. Yeah, I know. Uh, It's very hard to do that. Uh, Kudos to Christian Bale. No, you did a great job. You Um, did a great job. Before this night is done, the bloody cold wind of justice will snuff out the flames of terror. And then he's talking to his unicorn (laughs) on a rooftop. And it says, what do you think, old chap? Bloody and cold or just bloody? So the unicorn is his Robin? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. So this dude went to go borrow money from a bank and was like, like, I'm going to play superhero. And they're like, yeah, okay, here. And then was like, I've got a shit ton of money. I know what I'll have as a sidekick. Yes. This a unicorn. unicorn. Yes. <laughs> okay. And um, when the right. when the essentially bat signal, when the essentially bat signal uh, flies in the sky, yeah. he says, the nightlight. Quickly. Nightmare. <laughs> the unicorn's name is Nightmare? Yes. Oh, but awesome. it's spelled Mare, M-A-R-E. With a, <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Like he's the mayor of the night? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. So so um uh guys, yes. Guys. And then um I should have read this. No, it's it's fucking amazing. And he gets to the the rooftop where the signal is and he's like the inspector and he looks and just all of essentially the GCPD is dead already with like mirrors put through them. Um and uh so I, I literally could walk through all of this panel saying why this is amazing, um, but I will uh, spend the rest of the time saying that it's not just essentially Batman. There's essentially others. Um, so at least for this issue, we see um, essentially a Doctor Strange. Yes. Oh, yeah. So the two so houses are being, yeah, they're mixing things up. So it's Mixing it's a, the big two. It, What's your favorite? What was your favorite thing about this book? My favorite thing about this book is just the humor. Like it's so fucking funny. Like there's a side plot that's happening where uh, there's a character called Miss Adventure, M I S S Adventure, and also, she's these are she, all great names. Yeah, they I know they're the fucking amazing. Names. And uh, she, Who, what, what's the creative team on this? The creative team is of uh, Donny Cates, Elliot Rahal. Jeff Shaw and Lauren F. Oh man, we got through that pretty good. Yeah. I know I'm not bad with names. I saw You're not, I saw I, your I finger am. on the yeah, bed yeah, with yeah. names. You were ready, yeah. but no. Yeah, um, it was good. But there's a side plot um, that's happening the whole time because there's a driver, um, and basically he drives the van, which functions like a TARDIS. When he goes in the back, uh, there's like a whole room, and just for whatever reason, there's a, a bubble boy. In it, John Travolta's <laughs> Bubble Boy. Okay, um, just like he's just chilling in there, and he's like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on out there?" And he's like, "Why the fuck don't you leave Not this a van?" Um, but yeah, uh, no, 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 no. Why would it be that? <laughs> but um, but the the side plot is um, basically misadventure is with Beta Team, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's so much blood!" And like the driver's just like, "Um, okay, well, figure a way out. I'm gonna go have a smoke outside the van," and like. Just couldn't give a fuck about the fact that yeah. everyone's Hello. dying. Everyone of Beta Team is dead, and it's just misadventure that's left. Yeah, oh, um, and she ke- they keep requesting backup, and it's just always this sort of like thing that that comes up in the panels. Like, so how's it uh, going out there, guys? We're all dead. We're 
just like bleeding and like it just never gets acknowledged <laughs> um so it, like for me it's the humor the art's really good too because it's yeah, very it looks fantastic yeah it looks it's so it's, fun it's, too. it's very clear like who all like is supposed to be what um this is a really and, fun Dark and, Horse. And, and honestly, is. yeah, no, this is this is what I love. Like Dark Horse will just pull these like really good titles out of nowhere. Yeah. You'll just yeah. like that's the thing. Like Dark Horse is consistent. Like I don't I, I I'm never like super let down by Dark Horse mm. because they might not have the most popular shit, but well, when I need them to have crazy. a good book, they do. Yeah. When they when I need them to have a good book, they do. So I'm like in uh, love with their barbed wire and their lady killer. Yeah. They're oh just God. they're doing so, so many good, good things. So yeah, uh book for new readers, number one of the paybacks. Uh we have one more issue left at Meltdown Comics. So <gasps> if you're listening no. and you get a chance to come I'm by I'm gonna it. get it. It's mine. Yeah. Right. Jeanette, what do you got on your ongoing now that we know that me well Eddie has Captain America. You guys have the same Yep, oh. Captain America Zero. Or Captain America Zero and in one, one in one issue. Go get it. It's good. It's wonderful. So I my just hope the next one doesn't take seven years to come out. <laughs> oh, I am a little bitter. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. How do I top that? No, I'm just kidding. So my second ongoing one is The Beauty, which I'm really, really enjoying a lot. Um, so basically, it's the two FBI agents that quick recap of the first this is an std that makes people beautiful correct yes yes so like you lose weight blah blah blah, looking gorgeous Mm -hmm. all that stuff the first issue this woman on the subway ends up having like her head blow up and she's having she has like an explosion in her inside of her and she had been exposed to the she had had beauty okay she had that's what the std so where does this where does this leave off so now, how do you insult someone with that type of STD? Where you're like, now oh, you're sleeping around. Now you got. Now you're like, hot not, as shit. Not, you're not, hot not as shit. A, not, I can clearly not tell that on you your mouth. Sex. Or now just, I want to do you. Yeah. Like that kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. But so basically, but it, makes you blow up, so. it ended off. Um, um, one of the police officers, mm-hmm. Foster, ends up getting the beauty from his wife, mm-hmm. and that's where it ends off. So now it kind of opens up. To mm-hmm. the, a newscaster uh, in the very, a scanners like scene, yeah, it and, is, yeah, and the second one, uh, the second police officer or FBI agent, Miss uh, Vaughn, she definitely already had the beauty, so she's like worried about it, and they're like the top FBI agents for the beauty completely like any investigation or any case that's mm-hmm. open they deal they, with it do they explain like how you treat it or like there's no like way of treating it okay. no way this is issue two dude that's yeah. still gonna be a mystery what what are you yeah. doing i don't know i mean like like is, <laughs> but, this, is so, this world where this this just has existed for a while or is it like something new or i think it's existed for a little bit but okay. not like yeah. years or years um so basically it ends up um opening up we're on live tv that one of the newscasters head explodes and so they've been trying to keep it under wraps yeah that and saying like no it's not the beauty like it was just something faulty in the subway (laughs) but then it happens on national tv so they're like fucked like and then one of the conspiracy theorists at home's like you see it was the beauty it was the beauty it fucking exists i told you dude (laughs) well they also have like terrorist groups against the beauty that are like that like bomb or like 
harm people that have the beauty. Whoa, um, so a lot of people thought that that, would, that may have been the case, and the cops have been like, no, that's not it. So basically, um, after that happens on news, yeah. um, the new officer, or the officer, yeah walks in with the beauty and everyone's like what the fuck like you have the beauty too like let's not deal with this now let's just deal with it being on national so TV. my question is this yeah. if you're near like a head that explodes is there any like risk of contamination have they gotten into that they yet? haven't gotten into okay. that there was because someone next to the girl in the subway and she didn't get anything because okay. you're saying like there's terrorist groups against the beauty correct yes. correct they just see a beautiful person and they want that person dead Yes. Like they like That's do horrible radical. things. That's radical. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty intense. And I because, guess because essentially all you'd have to do is just not have sex with that beautiful person. Right? Yes. Because there's there was no a other lot form of, of like there was contagion. Another, there was also groups that wanted the beauty. So I guess there's like oh, the so beauty clubs too okay. where there's people okay. trying give to me get the it. Beauty. Exactly. So it's polarized. There there's a polarization so, around it. Exactly. Huh. Okay. Like there's people that want it, people that As don't is want it. often the case. Yes. Anymore. Just, so basically, guys, just wrap it up. Both of the wrap. FBI. Yeah, just you, put, you know put an umbrella about. on it. Yeah. Or no, raincoat. No glove, no love. Exactly. So basically, <laughs> the two investigators both have the beauty now and they're fearing for their life because people's heads are exploding, right? So they go. Yeah, I'd be afraid. And they're supposed to yeah. be like covering it up. So they. Covering up the bloody meat. The fact that the beauty exists. The, the fact that oh, the okay. beauty is the reason behind these explosions. Mm. Um, no so, one wants an STD that gives you explody head. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. But also <laughs> makes you like super hot. So you're like, uh, is it worth it? Yeah. Let me work beautiful. I mean, yeah. live fast, die young. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'll but anyway, leave a beautiful head. So the, you're saying the thesis is yellow. Exactly. Okay. But anyways, they end up finding out that the government has known about these exploding heads, like that people are dying from the beauty for a while and they're covering oh, it up. Oh, it's Roswell all fucking over again, exactly. dude. No, man. It's scanner. Exactly. It's and what? Scanner? Scanner. Scanner tell darkly? Me. Yeah. No. Have what the fuck? You haven't scanner. seen scanners? No. No. Tell me. Uh, Would you tell uh, me? I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Stop. I'm opening up a box Go. Now. It's that scene that it's like referenced in Wayne's World where the the news reporter's head explodes. Oh, so go on. I have the the pic. I want to. I was gonna say I have the picture in my phone at all times. Guys, if you've not seen Scanners, go go, go watch, watch Scanners. It's fun. I'm definitely gonna have to check Dude, that out. Give me like a. I have to send you bite sized synopsis or something. What is it? Uh, it's in a world where there's like uh, psychics. They're not hidden, right? Or are they? No. Uh, they're just like there are people that are psychics. And then there's one dude that, uh, and it's something that's kind of like trained. But then there's one dude that's super powerful and can blow people's heads up. Okay. Well, nice. I'm not gonna. There's so many things I could be afraid of in life. I'm not afraid of that. But there, it's like there's. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, glad that you're not afraid of one that. Scene yeah. That's I'm just not. like the most classic yeah, it's, it's, iconic. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure I just sent it to you. There's there's there's, you there's no better like head explosion oh, though. There we go. There's no better head explosion than. Um, listening to the Johnny Cochran defense in South Park. <laughs> just, just, oh, well, that's right. Google scanners. Google scanners. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like. That's kind of really awesome and gory. I mean, I, basically, no one's explained what we're looking at. We're looking at just one's head. Oh, exploding. yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, this is the dude blowing up the guy's head. It's at the beginning of the Okay. 
pretty rad. But anyways, really it yes. ends up at them getting shoot shot at and good cliffhangers always for the beauty. I'm pretty into it. But I am a little disappointed because I thought I was going to be in it. You what? I thought I was going to be in it. Oh, yeah. Explain to them that. So for the first issue, they had this contest like hashtag beauty free and we'll put you in our second issue. No one is in the second issue. What do you mean? Um, so basically, they're saying... How do you know it's not her? That's this. Oh, is no, they were going to... This is a preview for yeah. another one. But, uh, well, like... And imagine if, it would be, like, in the third or fourth issue, wouldn't it? Or did they say the second issue? I want to say that they said the second issue. Uh, but, I mean, maybe I'll give them a little time to be, like, really pissed off. <laughs> I'm just saying we're calling you out right now. Yeah. yeah. You emailed me and everything. They I did? Thought, What'd yeah. they say? What'd they say? Like, we'll use it. We'll use your picture. <sighs> send it to me. And so I emailed him the picture... And then I wasn't in it. Yeah, they're just I even, off to it. Uh, no, but I was like, <laughs> Go Eddie. get the black lights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got plenty here at Meltdown Come get some from us. Speaking <laughs> of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. Oh, uh, and say what? Who said Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet? Uh, all right. Yes. Segways. My, my pick is the Infinity Gauntlet. And Dustin Weaver, Jerry Duggan. Very nice. Um... In a world where everything is destroyed, uh, the family of Novas, they Thanos has a plot to steal the Infinity Gems because the mother Nova, like has he does, like three of them. And so dude, what would them. Thanos do with no Infinity Gauntlet? He'd still just be a powerful ass Titan. <laughs> All right, Fair but enough. uh, so he's plotting to steal it, and they don't know who he is, so they're like kind of. Uh, not sure about him, but they trust him enough to take him with them and with the guardians. And then they like, she has the mind gem, so she senses somebody that has another one. And so she goes to find them. And then it turns out it's a whole like kind of hidden city in this rubble. And the leader is Adam Warlock. And it turns out it, it turns into a massive battle because uh, she wants. To put the Infinity Gauntlet together to destroy these bugs, but he's like, Fuck "Now you've been you. reading this, right?" Yeah. Is this the same issue where Thanos meets Thanos? No, that was uh, like two issues ago. No, no, no. Oh, right, okay. I didn't mean the same issue, same uh, title. He where Thanos meets yes, Thanos. He has, uh, I believe, he had the time gem and then offered it to her as a peace offering to like kind of like trick her to help him collect more and then steal okay. it. Uh, so he had the time gem, and so he kept like he kept fucking up, and then trying to go back and fix it, but just kept Thanos did. Up. Yeah. So what was the moment where Thanos met Thanos? It's I'm pretty sure that's him going back and then like destroying himself to like redo whatever it is. Oh, uh, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So it's great. Pick it up. Great. Who wrote it? Jerry Dugan, Dustin Weaver. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love the Nova Dog because the Nova Dog is super awesome. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's the? What has happened with that? Uh, he's still, still Nova he's Dog. Still a Nova, Nova Dog. Dog. How did Nova Dog become bark, bark, Nova bark. Dog? Fire blast. Uh, so the family's been on Earth. They're struggling. This is all like issue one and two. And then their mother was a Nova corpse member. And, what? Nova corps member. Yes, she was a Nova corps member. Uh, and then like she just appears out of nowhere. She just falls from the sky. And then says, here you guys, have these stars. And then they all become Novas. <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Like, that's basically what happened. 
Awesome. That's kind of like well, nice. But, but that was the books, right? Yeah. That's it. That's and it. Ad, it also has Adam Warlock. I fucking love. You never see him. Okay, anymore. Adam Warlock. Adam, he's the he's, coolest. He's last gonna. Name. Like I'm, I'm just waiting for him to come into play in the MCU. He's in there. He's in there. He's in there somewhere. He's in the collector's room. So what happens? He's to trapped him now? in there, or what? You see his cocoon Is at the end of the second door. Is oh, very it, nice. I mean, it, I, I heard that like they're not, they're not planning on doing them. anything with it. They could. They I mean, it'd be James pre- Gunn said he just kind of put it in there to put it in there. But I mean, it's pretty. He's pretty essential to the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. Ass- I'm just assuming he's only gonna be in Avengers Part One and Two. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, or, or whatever. How else are they gonna do? It? I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, well, what about now we're moving Derek? on to the news. Derek, no, we're not. No, no Derek, Derek needs yeah. Yeah, no. Don't you have an ongoing too? No, no Captain. That's Lane. okay. Yeah. All right, garbage. you are garbage, dude. You deserve that Sorry. garbage. There's you no better garbage. But we are. We are initiated, so it's okay. Um, no, <laughs> so continuation. So my continuing um, is is technically a continuing in that I tried to start it like three times and uh, and it's not that it wasn't great it's actually very awesome it was just um, it's actually a first volume and I don't have it here um, it's not a part of like the single issues it is a first volume of the manga Buddha and Ooh. that uh, was written by Osamu Tezuka uh, and published by Ushio Shupan um, and the original run was um, in, from 72 to 1983. They came out with 14 volumes in Japan and 8 volumes in the United States. And I read the first volume. How was it? Um, it's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's basically uh, a very digestible um, retelling of the Buddha myth. And actually, it's interesting because I had no understanding of the Buddha myth the before Buddha. Um, and sort of the, the genesis of all of it. And there's all these characters in the first volume that are not Buddha that I like, I would have just assumed if we're telling the Buddha story, we start at day one of Buddha being alive, but it's, he's not even around till pretty much the very end. Yeah. Um, uh, does the book refer to it as the Buddha myth or are you just saying the Buddha myth? No, it's, it's, Completely um, uh, a retelling of uh, Buddha right. and his story. Uh, that's why it's named Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's um, it's the interpretation of the life of um, Gautama Buddha, Buddha uh, the founder of Buddhism. Um, and uh, it received the 2004 and 2005 Eisner Award. Um, Is this something cool. that uh, came in or do you just, do you just had it? It's yeah. Uh, it's my. It was something I had, and so I consider it my ongoing because it was like something that I was reading and and sort of um, giving way to. But uh, like the the to get a little bit into the book, um, it starts off with sort of this riddle that um, is. It, it makes me feel like it's it's known by a lot of people who know uh, the myth, which is uh, basically. Um, the there's there's this old man who's uh, to be understood as one of the wise men um, in the earliest uh, uh, tellings like of, of Buddha. Oh. Um, he's he's the master to um um he he's the highest like uh, uh figure of wisdom 
in uh, uh, Asira, I think is his name. Um, and uh, I probably got it wrong. We are bad with names. Uh, that's one of the few times I deserve that. Not to pat myself on the back. Um, but uh, he, he's basically, he's wandering and he's suffering. And um, uh, a, a bear and a fox and a rabbit find him. Uh, they all go looking for things uh, to bring back to him, to nurse him back to health. Mm. The bear brings back fish. The fox, I think, brings berries or nuts or something like that. And the rabbit couldn't find anything. And then the rabbit, the rabbit uh, is like, he like panics. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. They build a fire. He's like, I don't know. Uh, and he just, that lazy he, he just cooked the rabbit he jumped, for him. Well, no, no. The rabbit cooks himself. He jumps, oh. he jumps into the fire. How and That's basically metal. the yeah <laughs> so the, the, the old the man the old man um wakes up to basically the rabbit seeing the rabbit kind of um sacrifice Screaming. himself Pain. and um, oh, okay awkward. that's happening <laughs> and i'm still working through i i mean i think that's kind of the forever question of like what just essentially what does that mean what is that it sounds like a disney story that just went completely like, <laughs> kind of is like bambi wrong, like, like just snow white just just out be like oh my yeah. mom's dead i i want to go too <laughs> yeah, just, no. um, um but uh basically um it 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 poses the question like what would you sacrifice yeah like and i don't mean like what Fish material problem. possession would you sacrifice like what 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 is the circumstances in which you would sacrifice your own being yeah for another person and so the whole book i like, mean i probably would have waited to see how the fish and the berries worked out and then yeah, and then, you know, then we'll and go then from wait there. before you do yeah wait but until it's, starvation sets it, in let's just say it, it's conflated Got a little it. bit uh that, for that the rabbit jumped to that to suicide um, pretty but, quickly but i i think <laughs> like, again yeah, like, like, again i apologize if i beginning. get his name wrong asira the 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 grandmaster he um he basically uh holds the smoldering carcass of the bunny up to the sky and the rabbit becomes a constellation oh, oh that's cool so i mean that's kind of cool yeah, it's it's worth it. It 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 definitely <laughs> um it it brings a lot of idea of like sacrifice. Like, what would you do? And um, there's a number of times where um there's like two armies that they show, and like uh if you approach your enemy with no malice in your heart, they don't. If if they're evil, they don't want to kill you because you're you're just coming to them. Yeah. Like they want the a lot of people want to fight because they're looking for that other person who will fight with them. Yeah. And if you just come to them as a beacon of love, as a it's, source of it's love. It's very much of the like it takes two to tango. Yeah. So and they, like, if they, you're also like they can't yeah. do it. They might get so mad that they would strike you down. It's like the very but the likelihood of like the, it's like if like someone's making fun of you, like if you just yeah. don't care and just yeah. like walk away. Like it's what what are the, what's there left Dude, to continue there? I like, get out of so many fights just because I would yeah. at, at least attempt to make the other person laugh that's trying to like whoop my ass. And even if that was like sort of a bitch yeah. move, I never took a punch. <laughs> so something happened. But anyway, um, the yeah. the book is 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 Buddha. Uh, it's the first volume. I um, know that we have the first and second volume here in the store. Highly recommend it. Um, I like that you threw out a manga in in here. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was time. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I it's <gasps> yeah, it's uh, it's 
it's time it's that totally we. Uh, time. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say about it's this is, comics comics. I, I, yeah, I talked about it just in different forms. I would have thrown mm-hmm. in exactly. Astro Boy Omnibus One, except I haven't. Well, it's the same. It's the same creator of Astro Boy. Yeah, oh. it's the same creator. The guy that and created Astro Boy created Buddhism. Yes. Well, <laughs> the, the, I mean, like uh, if, if you look uh, at uh, Astro Boy yeah. and read it, really yeah. read it. It's really it's pretty it's much Buddhism. Right. <laughs> um, it's there. It's there but, uh, in between the pages. Uh, yeah, so that was Osamu uh, Tezuka's book. And um, that I'll say one last thing before I go. Um, even though it was uh, 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 it was um, between the, the run of uh, 72 to 83, there's just a very, like, understanding of, like, we're talking about Buddhism here. And, like, we're talking about it to a Western audience. So it'll talk about these very, like, heightened themes uh, about sacrifice and things like that. And then they'll have a character, even though it's sent in, like, ancient like buddhism times of lore uh there's someone that'll be like why yada and stuff like that (laughs) so it's very like it injects humor at the moment that it needs to uh to make you understand sort of what just happened so um highly recommend it uh real quick i also want to give a shout out to the hicken hawk the hicken hawk illustrated guide to humor volume two which came out this week Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. You yeah. were really excited about it. I, I love the first one so much. The second one came it's out. I haven't read it yet. Tell us about Super it. Super excited. Very quickly. Uh, it's just a collection of a bunch Quicker of really great artists. Nice. That's it. Okay. Like <laughs> Island. <laughs> Island Volume so, 3 came it's out. Like, it's like yeah. Island, except yeah. the, they're more like one-page comics. Some of them are a little longer, but Very they're nice. all really funny. Yes. Cool. You know what else is one page? What? What? Mythology, which was great. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a lot uh, of fun. Yes, uh, guys, Huge we came out to Mythology one year. It was great. We had cake. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a lot. A lot of people. Chuck was here. I had a lot of beer. Yeah, uh, I think he said like fifty people were here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I did a page yeah. in it. Aristotle did a page in it. Yeah, I, did. Yeah. I had yes. three beers. Janet wasn't here because she didn't care enough. Uh, That's not true. I was fixing my car. I'm going. Uh, and I got it fixed. Yeah, car problems. So yeah. I like quit my. <laughs> <laughs> you quit your job. Oh yeah, Jeanette yeah. Quit, quit her job that day. So I was like uh, really depressed that day. Do you want day. some? Do you want some catharsis? That should be like the most party day. But I was like kind of stoked, low key, but like freaking yeah. out inside. Oh, you know that. She like taking the plunge. She peeled out of like the the parking lot and like no. blasting Panama. <laughs> she took she took the she took Judas, the red pill. Judas Priest only. <laughs> she took the red pill. Took the red pill. Yeah, I definitely took the red pill. Followed the rabbit. But I will be there. No, don't follow the rabbit. No, follow the rabbit. It's gonna jump into the stew. Oh, oh yeah, it's gonna God, jump into the fire. <laughs> Motherfucker! But the yeah. next um, next mythology, I will be here yeah. the third Tuesday of the yeah. month. Yeah, nice. Come to that. So shout out to Chuck. again three dollars for just printing. That's all it takes. Yeah, yeah it was great. And come and have fun. Best best three dollars yeah. you spent. You don't have to have any skill set because I draw like a five year old. I nice. did a, a a bunch of bugs in space. Nice. Very cool. I drew a beer bottle. And then just drew a bunch of like little uh, like tattoo fills around it. Little, uh, what did flash? it say? Oh, it said "Drink, don't think" <laughs> on the label. Is that your Such mantra? A great motto. Uh, no, it's from a Black Flag song. Oh, okay. Uh, about drunk driving. Very nice. Oh. Um, yeah. You're listening it, to the Black Wait, wait, wait. Does it take a pro drunk driving? No, stance? no. Uh, it's it's very much like a uh, some of the lines of the song that are like uh, say uh, and you say that you have to do it and you say that you like. That, that your friends drive you to it. Yeah. Uh, and the, garbage. The, the, like, yeah, there's a music I mean, video for it. We're the, reaching here. The entirety of it is just pretty much like, 
if you kill someone while you're doing this, like it's you have fault. no excuses. This is completely on you. Like no one's telling you to do this. Like you don't have to drink and drive. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Do you listen to the Black Lips? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the sounds of the Black Lips, but they have a few songs that are the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, like songs yeah. from their perspective of drinking and driving. Yeah, where it's what not as bad or something. No, it's just oh, like okay. keep your hands on the wheel. Don't you know, swerve the lines. Stop at each light. Yeah. Nice. There's a straight up blast nothing but motorhead like Q song where he's like saying that he loves drink drive drunk driving, and like Swerving. it's like no hands on the wheel <laughs> or hands on the wheel. Fuck that. It's like really funny. It's alright, but like really bad. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. If G. God was one of us, you got this. <laughs> no, I've got this. He'd be drinking Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't normally drink beer, but when I do, um, yeah. It's it is time. While I'm driving. It's the news. The news. The news. It's the news. I love All right. It's the news. What do we have for news this week? <laughs> Boom. My head just exploded. Scanners, guys. Uh, Scanners. Uh, um, you know why his head exploded? Because uh, Pacific Rim 2 is on indefinite Hiatus. Haitian. Indefinite Haitian. I feel like, I, I don't remember if we brought, actually brought it up last week because I remember talking about it. But You talked about how uh, there would be uh, was there was, it, there was another Godzilla film, then there would be Godzilla King well, Kong. Originally, the plan then, what was, was to make what two more Godzilla, pl- Godzilla movies. Yes. The second one was going to have Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidra, which yes. I was crazy excited about. All yeah. that stuff we already knew for a while now. Yes. Yeah. But Legendary uh, wanted to make a reference to Monarch, which is in the Godzilla movie, in their new King Kong movie. And Universal was like, I don't know about that. So they moved King Kong to Warner Brothers. That would make sense. Warner so Brothers. that now they can connect them. But King Kong should have the rights to Warner Brothers. I think they did. Actually, King Kong is free domain. I didn't know this. Really? Until I read it. Yeah, King Kong is free domain. Dude, wow. that's probably the biggest piece of news that's come out of Melcast yeah, yeah, yeah. 2.0. I had no idea it was free domain. Yeah. Crazy. So if I wanted to make a King you Kong could. comic. You absolutely could, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, Do it, Eddie. Uh, guys. But um, there's no Kong. way, really, seriously. Yeah. But I think they, they uh, bleeding cool. But I believe, like, you I'm can have a right and a specific look. Like Frankenstein is free domain, but Universal has the right to that Boris oh, okay, Karloff look. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. is that why they made that like terrible like Man I Frankenstein movie? Oh, yes, yes. It okay. Is. <laughs> it's it's just like I'm sure you can still do the electrodes. Dean, Dean Koontz, I have nothing against you. It's just that movie was. <laughs> Fucking garbage. Yeah. Uh, but I want their but, monster movies to do good. Yeah, I want. I, I want their new monster movies to do good too. Yeah. But um. But that that so was garbage. Now bad. the the whole plot is now to like connect those, and the next Godzilla will be Godzilla versus King Kong, which still sounds fucking cool. Yeah. They're working on the scale. Yeah. Which no was shit. What? I mean the the second King Kong, um, the second Godzilla movie, mm. uh, back in the day was Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. I love it. So this has happened There's, before. There okay. better be a scene where he's fighting an octopus. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so so my question is this. So you, you said the scale. Because as we understand it, Godzilla isn't this Godzilla that we saw from Legendary, was he the second biggest or the biggest Godzilla that we've ever seen? Uh, 
I believe it was the biggest. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Okay. So now you have to find a, a giant ape that can yeah, match. Yeah, because that. he he exceeds skyscrapers. Oh yeah. This Godzilla, which also, when you think of King Kong, he's on top he's of the the I Empire mean, State Building. I don't feel that this King Kong needs to be massive that massive but just big enough to hold his own against Godzilla mm-hmm. dude if you're towering over skyscrapers yeah. and King Kong is supposed to be understood as something that is at the well, top of you know the, way the Empire it, State Building he that's can, a he can be coming. big and powerful but like quicker than Godzilla yeah Honestly, Godzilla, Godzilla I feel like we I, just blast him yeah just just like, make run. him big from the beginning because and and really, just always think of him in the lens of like Godzilla because I don't feel like we're far. And Peter Jackson, honestly, I really loved that, yeah, that King Kong. One. I really did love that, that King cool. Kong. Jack Black was in there, and <laughs> he was. Um, Let's not forget. And but this one's gonna have Tom Hiddleston. So. Oh, he's he's Guillermo's boy now, isn't he? Well, Guillermo's not doing King Kong. He's he's just he's Tom Hiddleston's just in it. I don't know who's directing what? it. Yeah. But, oh. oh, yeah, well, that that brings it back. Uh, well, because yeah, now Pacific they've Rim. postponed Pacific Rim yeah. 2. I thought that was what, the whole point. Do you know why they've postponed it? no idea whatsoever. Um, from what I had read is that they, they're uh, uh, in some talks, or uh, they're they're having a dispute with Universal and WB yeah. uh, about some stuff. Legendary used to be partners um, with WB. They moved yeah, they to did. Universal, yes. which is good. So but the also first Pacific Rim movie... While yeah. it did come in under budget and under uh, and 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 it sooner than, perfectly, than expen- it, but it, it was it still... was a very expensive movie. It, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, what, yeah. like 190 million to make. I don't know. Oh, wow. Give like, Guillermo whatever he wants. It was it like was a very fuck. expensive movie. It was very gorgeous, but <laughs> well, once again, they thought that and well, they um, should continue. They are just very weary about. Uh, spending that much money on a project again yeah. that they won't see a turnaround on for quite some time um, because they are in the middle of these, uh, these massive monsters. Well, this, these talks Literally. with the with, with Warner Brothers. And, yeah. and, well, it, it, the, that goes on. Yeah. Like, I'm like sure the monsters. practical effects cost. But also, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's and it sucks because like we really want I know we want to see practical effects yes. yeah we do but when it doesn't when when I, I'm sorry but like Go when see Crimson Peak when when story doesn't yeah it was it was all on story at that point no one argued that the practical effects sucked wait of the what are we talking about the a, a Pacific Rim oh oh, oh, oh. It wait just, did you I'm so I I'm sorry dude like what what like why it also undersold internationally that was the biggest thing was they were assuming that it would do well internationally it and it China. didn't but it didn't get the market that they thought which i don't it know did, it why it didn't lose them money yeah but it wasn't like it break the bank yeah but now but the my other concern is like well are we still going to get rodan mothra ghidra and are we going to give them enough attention because if you're packing are they them gonna push into one to movie, third? though, is it going to Spider-Man 3 it? Oh, I want to fucking destroy all monsters of, yeah. of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want yeah, that yeah. shit to be back. I want a giant octopus. Dude, destroy all Zilla. monsters was yeah, awesome. See, no, I mean, it's it, it wasn't the bad. The, Dude, destroy it, all it, monsters. I haven't thought of that forever. That was an awesome game. Oh, well, uh, I'm, So I'm worldwide. Well, I'm talking about Pacific, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So worldwide, Pacific Rim cost $190 million yep. to to. Make, produce, yes. and whatnot. It made four hundred million. 
So oh, so it's not a little more than so, half. You yeah. said under budget. The correct phrase is under profit. No 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 the under the projected movie, profit right uh, the movie did um, come in under budget yes what was the prospected budget I have no idea interesting mm-hmm. but it, 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 it they should have just done it in marketing they should have just made people amped well to shit they gave to him see all that. this time and they gave yeah. him like all this money and yeah. he did it under that and under like the amount of time well, like that Guardians they did yes he yeah. finished it early under budget and then that like movie fucking insane that movie yeah. used practical effects too yeah. So I mean, it's it's Practical it's doable if you've got the right team movies. and the right yes. uh, uh, leader behind it. Yeah, um, George well, Miller definitely. Uh, um, yeah. What I was what I understand of George Miller was that he was just doing so well, and that the dailies were coming back, and they just yeah. looked so fucking good for Mad Max that they were like they just gave him more, and they were like, go go out and make shit. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that was an accident. That was an the accident. Uh, I prematurely jingled. <laughs> tingles in your jingle zone. Um, Sometimes uh, when you get too excited, you prematurely jingle. And uh, uh, moving on with the excitement. Really quick, uh, though, I do want to say. Yeah, not me. I'm talking uh, about this guy. I've, uh, uh, I jingle during, right during, on time <laughs> when I need to. Things during takes me during to Gamo's podcast yes. at Comic-Con on yes. The Nerdist, he mentioned that like, I don't, he said almost all of Crimson Peak is practical effects. What you're yeah. saying, very, very. I believe little. that. Like I'd imagine it's horror. George Miller, it's, like, it's horror, and it's but, like, but, but like it's he, haunted he said, mansion horror. But like even the ghost, he's like, I want a practical, translucent ghost, and we did it. That makes me so with like mirrors and everything. I have no idea. Oh, I mean, yeah, cool. like that's yeah, that's. That's the whole point that's, of practical. That's like straight up Disney haunted mansion shit. Summoned an actual ghost. <laughs> I mean, Guillermo. Who knows? <laughs> we went to a haunted place. <laughs> we went to a haunted place um, and we summoned an actual ghost. We went to a haunted board. place <laughs> with the Ouija um, board. My favorite experience with him is uh, I went to a screening of uh, Scott Pilgrim, where he interviewed Brian Lee O'Malley and uh, uh, Edgar Wright, and he cursed. So like much. A sailor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did? He's the fucking best. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, nice. my God. Yeah. Um, how was the art show? Oh, yeah. It was I an went, art show. Well, I, yeah, I went to the Guillermo del Toro art show. And? Bought two, two prints and a Guillermo del Toro sticker that looks like a Danzig. Uh, it's a Danzig logo with Guillermo's face. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Is that still going um, on? Or was it uh, just yeah, a... it's still up. Uh, you can still go buy pieces. A lot of them are sold out now. Go I, check it out. Uh, it's Or you oh, can God. check it out online, too. At, yeah. Uh, uh, like well, just gallery Google, 1988. Yeah, gallery 1988. You're terrible. I love all of it. So much. Gamo, uh, Gamo was there for like the first hour, which I missed. Uh, <sighs> but he, uh, there was this like gorgeous, huge statue of the Angel of Death from Hellboy. He bought mm-hmm. it. It was like five thousand dollars. There was a lot of really nice pieces. Well, I'm was, sure he can. Yeah, he can avoid. That. But yeah. also, it was a gorgeous statue. Did you ever like, watch the extras in Chronos? The what? Oh, uh, like the extra in in the uh, the, bonus the Criterion features? collection, yeah, the bonus features they where they give you a tour of his house. his house. Yes, and his house uh, is the most badass house like ever. It's like an old like Victorian. Do you remember like, what it's house? called? It has secret passages. It's got secret it? passageways. Oh, fuck, yes, he's got like a, the rain room. Uh, he's got this like yeah, this is like super awesome statue of like the Red Skull. Oh yeah! He's got all of his props Guys. and everything from around the world. He's it's, just like the just all dude cabinets ever. of curiosities. I, yeah. Which is something I wanted to own. This like that like two hundred and fifty dollar like cabinet of curios. The like the oh little, the, bo- the 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 book special that edition? Was, the special edition the that box, like would turn yeah, into yeah. a table that uh, it was like a box and you can like. I'm gonna look that up and buy that. 
I don't care. I don't care if I break my bank. I'm gonna buy that. The next topic in the news. Sorry, guys. Uh, enough Guillermo del Toro. What else ever enough Guillermo is um, regarding uh, the DC boss saying that TV sharing the movie universe would handcuff creators. Yeah, uh, this came up uh, out of Comics Alliance. Um, unpacking that a little bit, Diane Nelson opened up uh, discussing Arrow and Flash and why she said that it'll never join the Man of Steel slash Justice League continuity um, because she would believe it would hinder the ability of creatives to tell good stories. The quote goes, it would end up handcuffing our creators into trying to work with the same storyline or force them to hold back characters or introduce certain characters. Ultimately, it hinders the ability for someone like showrunner Bruno Heller to come in and create Gotham. What do you guys God, feel terrible. about that? That's not true at all, dude. It's actually getting better. really good. Really, it's like getting it. really good. How many I watch it. I, I, I like didn't. It. I didn't. I didn't think it was great at first, but the more that they're just getting and allowing the villains to grow and grow and grow, this is this isn't like CW like Smallville being like, yeah, that was kind of who I wanted to see. The Joker's great. You know, Penguin's oh, so great. Riddler's. Joker, right? Oh yeah. Okay, because yeah. I. I, it was I sort know. yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. Um, the show that I'm enjoying the most right now is Flash. Yeah, I mean, I think Flash is it was the, the most. And then they oh, you did like Constantine? I loved Constantine. I thought it was not as. I, I think I thought it definitely deserved a second season. Yeah, but yeah definitely. They, I feel like they really like jerked that around a lot, and then they like yeah, like prematurely like. Here's the that. thing I will say about Warner Brothers CW is that they get so twitchy. About things that are like, yeah. I don't know if it's working. It's just but like literally think... just come in with the Marvel poker face that it's going to work and it will. I don't because think there's a fan base already. Yeah, was if... on CW, people though. people wanted no. Constantine oh, that's was right. On that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, for Constantine, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for bringing that up because yeah, that's not. Problem. They've stuck like, to their guns. Gotham's on Fox. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that's the thing is that. Aristotle, how do you or whoever wants to comment? The fact that Marvel has a continuity within their shows and their films, how do you feel about that? I'm pretty into it because it's yeah. not that like when I watch Daredevil, it has nothing to do with any of the movies. It's right. just like that is also happening. Yeah, there's, there's background mentions maybe here and there, but, but it uh, has like it does not hinder the storytelling. Whatsoever. Yeah, right. I I, I don't. Unlike, I don't feel. That sharing a universe necessarily has to hinder your your or handcuff your your creatives. But like, that also being said, do you watch Angels of Shield? Because I know that's yeah. very much the 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 Opposite. story with Angels of Shield. Yeah, yeah. but I don't watch it. Well, Angels of Shield is also its own thing. It's it's its own thing. Like the mm-hmm. Inhuman stuff that's going on in there, like has not been touched upon with any of the movies, any of the yeah, movie stuff. But it's like a fun thing where they have to introduce you before yeah. the movies. Like it's there I think the the closest to them having like a cross a crossover to anything was that Captain America thing. The um Hydra, yeah. Hydra yeah. destroying shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's had repercussions throughout yeah. the series going forward. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. because it's Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um We're agents of nothing. Yeah, but yeah. but outside of that uh Just there's agents. been a lot more interesting Have work. they gotten to a point where they Talk I feel, about their involvement with Age of Ultron yet? No, 
Okay. I mean, they they mentioned it very briefly, like where it was like, oh, like we have to go take care of that, like that robot. Um, in one of the Inhumans episodes, yeah. Um, one of the girls has like a a vision of like terror raining down from the sky through metal men, and mm. that is like the most like that they that mentioned that. Okay. Weird, because um, isn't that supposed to be like a big battle? Yeah, but it has nothing to do with them. But doesn't it in the end with the whole civil war? With what do you mean? Because isn't that what ends up like breaking the camel's back? No, no, no. But they're dealing with all the inhuman stuff right now. Like I said, uh, like they're their own thing. They're completely different. They're within this universe, so they have to address the fact that things happen uh, in that universe. But the Avengers, but they got it. are. Yeah, the Avengers have their own thing, and they're dealing with it, and they've got that. They're the first team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the inhu- uh, the um, eight the the current shield. Uh, association is, is dealing with like the inhuman stuff we're trying to figure that out right um so go ahead i don't know i was gonna so. say uh, do you watch agents of carter agent yeah. agent carter a- agent carter is another show too like that you see the repercussions of that in in later in in later marvel stuff but as its own thing is it was probably one of the the, the most fantastic things i ever had yeah. ever and seen plus from i think them. it's like a little bit too early in time for anything of yeah what's but currently they could, going like, on. uh i mean they could eventually run into hank pam yeah yeah true they could or but like Wasp. as as it Wasp. stands yeah. like as, as this season that that was um Just put out one. it was great it was, here's um i think that having a continuity between uh tv and film uh it's not a bad thing. I think yeah. it's great yeah. that that's represented somewhere. I would want to live in a world where that exists. Yeah. Where it, it happens. But I see the point that Nelson's making um, and saying that it that at would, some point, that like, it would. That, that yeah, the higher ups would come in and be like, you have to do right. this. When, I know you want you to do of, that, but you have to do this. When you become slavish to continuity, it yeah. really is just like, dude. How the fuck am I supposed to work in this when it's like it's one it's one person helming it's it's well, that's and it's it's true, almost there's a, it's it's like in the comics like there's a lot of ongoings that yeah and I don't usually have anything to, to do degree. with any of the uh, the events that go on yeah but there's also the same thing happening where like in DC right now in the yeah. comics like we have a couple versions of Batman yeah yeah you know and that's okay yeah it's okay it's almost like DC readers are like, I'd just rather have like three really awesome understandings of Batman than like trying to make it all fit into just one yeah, yeah. timeline, you know? And so, like, I, th- I look at it like this. Let's say. Oh, did my. You just unplugged the headphones. I did? No way. Okay, but it's still recording, though. Yeah. I mean, we're all still here. Is it here? Yeah. Sorry. Is it good? Technical okay, issue. I just blew occurred. until like I blew everything up. Blew load all over. Uh, I just blew. <sighs> yeah. Done. Um, uh, if they had gone the direction of Arrow, yes, and then they're like, guys, it has to be all Which continuity. Which is a show I started enjoying, and then have somehow seen myself enjoying less and less. But you enjoy Flash. I do enjoy. Flash. Imagine if they had gone like, "All right, well, we've already started. We need a. We need to make Flash like Arrow." You'd probably be miserable, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, because those are two different characters. But they cross over. They've crossed over several times. Yeah. Yes, but it's a lot like a Batman Superman crossover, where like you get the like, 
upbeat attitude of Superman, and yeah. then you get like the dark broodingness of right. Of but what Batman. I'm saying is, it wasn't until their crossover yeah. that we started to get a fluid and actual continuity within uh, CW shows. Yes, and they're expanding that out even more into. Uh, they're doing a, a Legends Vixen. of Tomorrow, right? Well, they're doing Legends of Tomorrow, but they're yeah. doing a Vixen animated show. Yeah, and uh, it's supposed to take place within the same realm as a uh, nice as that but it's going to be that that's going to be animated so my thing is this you get several different creatives that just want to work on a show you figure out how they work in a certain continuity yeah and um and i think the 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 backdrop of all these different artistic choices being made yeah is more fascinating to me than the uh, Avengers Age of Ultron party where we just get yeah. all the cameos that happen and Don Cheadle is severely un- underutilized and given two lines. You know what I mean? Uh, making Captain um, America or making Falcon show up yeah. in Ant-Man didn't didn't make me go, oh, yeah, look at this. It's such a shared universe. Yeah. It just made me go... This is like we're pulling from the bottom of the barrel. We just need someone. We just <laughs> what need, Avenger was available? Yeah, today? <laughs> we just need we just need Ant-Man to whoop ass of someone who doesn't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. So rather than like just making all these very limited cameos that really narratively, especially within film, we can only dedicate so much time before an audience like loses attention. Just have the different mediums have the different have a different continuity for TV yeah. let all the showrunners do what they want to do let the film do what they want to do i i think that's going to give a more I, diverse viewing experience and it's just going to give different looks into the character when you try and force it into one true I continuity i don't feel that either one is 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 like a correct way of doing yeah i think both have their merits but to say that it would handcuff like your 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 creative people that like they would then not be able to like express themselves properly i i I don't think here's here's the thing i would argue that is i would say that that's argue it or i i would argue that that's accurate but what i i would say is i don't think you'd hear that because the only team that's doing that is everything underneath the disney marvel umbrella no one's gonna come forward and say that yeah no one's going to. That it's Warner Brothers, DC. You'll get all those people who are like, no, nah, we. Disney's got that shit on lock. I'm sure <laughs> you're not going to hear that. Yeah, I'm sure you're not going to hear that. And and the only thing that we really heard against the Marvel thing was uh, Feige being like, it's all this person's fault. Oh yeah, you know, it, I don't buy that. Uh, that there aren't certain. Uh, people within the um, uh, Marvel continuity that uh, that I, I think they do feel handcuffed. I bet even Joss Whedon felt handcuffed during that whole time. And that's why he even. Well, that's we, why he's not directing the next but, Avengers, and they want to see Russo brothers do it. I don't feel that 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 if that was a thing, that would be because of a shared continuity, though. Yeah, it would. If you if you're saying share continuity between uh, film and TV, yeah. which is yes, that's what we're talking about. I I still think that that is what he was. I'm 
I am like, I am if, assuming if, a lot about Josh Whedon's like if, thing. If any type of well, let's take Ant-Man for yeah. example. If there are, is there ever if if and when there is any uh, right. I guess uh, restrictions and restraints put on, it's yeah. usually not necessarily shared universe. Is more uh, it seems like. Um, the creative detailing of like how they want their characters portrayed or what they want their characters to to be doing, not yeah. necessarily like, uh, hey, uh, I, we need you to put this in there because like the TV show has that thing going on. Yeah. Um, but it, I guarantee that if if Whedon wasn't already getting that, yeah, that's what was around the pike, and it's like, I think I think I could like have a spirit of like yeah let's make all this work yeah. but i could also i could see someone being like dude this is gone beyond me yeah you know what i mean so i see why she would say that but i also see at the end of the day i wouldn't mind a market where uh the both of them exist yeah i mean i'm in i'm enjoying i'm enjoying all the marvel stuff yeah i'm enjoying the dc stuff uh, I I did come off a little harshly on on Gotham. It's it's yeah. I I, will, I just don't enjoy it as much as as I feel like yeah, I I would have enjoyed should. their original concepts yeah. of of the show. I will always be harsh on Gotham because it's not Gotham PD or Gotham Central. Gotham. Yeah, see, yeah. exactly. That's, that's that's what I'm talking that's about. Like, you know, but that being said, uh, I could give less of a shit of the the young Batman storyline yeah. in, in that show, and that's what it's, what gets me. It's not necessarily the but point, that's what gets though. me with the. With the, um, but like, why shoehorn it in? But see, that's what gets me with the with the Green Arrow stuff, where it's like, I enjoy him being Green Arrow, yeah, and I enjoy him interacting with the other characters, yeah. Uh, I hate uh, Oliver's constant need for a love interest in that show. Yeah, he's well, had he's had about three at this point. Yeah, uh, and it's it's on it's barely on its fourth. I season. think of all the superhero themed at least TV. Yeah, I think probably even compared to to uh the film uh Stephen Amell has a huge draw of like female viewers yeah i mean but so i'm not so surprised by that but yeah it, it's, it's just i'm sure it's so annoying um like every other season is just like oh my god i hate also i hate you stop one one last thought is if Ezra Miller can give a good flash yeah. i would be totally down for two awesome flash interpretations yeah. i you mean, know well, I mean? that being said in this last flash, uh, in the flash trailer that they just released, uh, they did open the possibilities to a, a multiverse. Yeah, because uh, they are. Yeah, having... They're talking about that, and that's something that I've always thought could happen. Yeah, is we're getting way ahead of ourselves and thinking that there couldn't, in the same way that the comics always do this. Yeah, just because we're building a a a, a continuity right now that we don't see with DC and the CW of their television and their film doesn't mean it couldn't happen. Somebody yeah. could see the opening go, no, there's a way in which these two can come together, multiverse, and then boom. Like there's a point where like the flash is running and you see like the multiverse and like one of the panels like in the in the background is like Yeah. A... You could see you could see like the CW flash. Yeah. You could see their Earth two flash that they're now yeah. gearing up for or already introduced. I can't remember. Uh yeah. They, they are they going just... to uh, Jake Jay Garrick is going to come yeah. out in the, uh, the okay. next season. So, okay, he hasn't um, yet. Um, but then they could have he's Ezra Miller be introducing Professor Zoom, which is very odd because Professor Zoom was 
was there uh, Edward Th- uh, Thine? And how crazy um, would it be? Sense. I've already, I think I've already said this. How crazy would it be if Christian Bale and Batflick like looked at each other? <laughs> That'd be so insane. Maybe on Saturday Night Live. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, that was that was the news. That was the news into a rant. I want to yeah. say that was a nerd rant. That was a nerding yeah. out, too. That was, The yeah. nerding out. We wap, 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 wham. Um, but I think that's it for the show. <laughs> we uh, we are Melcast 3.0. It is late. And it's time for us to go to bed. But wherever you are, know that we love you. Night, night. And thank you for listening. This has been Eddie. Sparistotle. 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 And Derek. Just know, also, Argo, I think, is on Netflix. So go watch it. Great. Yeah. Also, don't don't Netflix and chill. Also, pick you up, end up having a baby. Also, pick up the heavy metal issue with uh, Jack Kirby in the front. That's oh, the yeah, whole story. Six, I believe. Yes, yeah. two seventy six. And come look at the Lord of Light art show, which I think might be going on till this weekend? Sunday. So very undetermined because yeah, t- due to a number t- of t- reasons just why. Get in here. Just get in here tomorrow. Um, it's amazing. If you see any of the Nerdmel people, be like, "But I thought I could still see it," and then be like, "All right, later, guys. Bye." Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day.